For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Rated E for everyone, 10 and up. This episode is brought to you by our patrons like John Freeman, who support the show on a monthly basis. Join the club and get patron-only podcast stories and content. Sign up today at patreon.com slash thatstoryshow. Hey, it's me, Church Crop Duster Matt, and you're watching That Story Show. I, I mean, listening. That coming. Hey! This is that story show, people! Hallelujah! Hey, it was cooking pizza. I turned into a bat. I flew into this tweet. I left her some guano. How you doing, podcast people? This is that story show where we're telling hilarious real life stories and inviting you to do the same. This is episode 357, I suppose. Brought to you the week of October 8th, 2020. I'm your host. My name is James Kennison, and my good friend is here. Hey, I'm John, and I hate the NFHS network because they stink. Oh, uh, what is what is the NFHS network? You know, I'd like to say it's a black hole of non-entertainment for high school sports. Oh. Uh, because that's pretty much accurate. But they are the 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 monopoly uh also i mean the network that if you have a high school or even middle school sports that you want to broadcast in the state of georgia you have to go through them okay and um they are crap and uh <laughs> that's that's there so this I'm episode sorry. brought to you by the nfhs network uh <laughs> a wonderful community of men and women that care about uh sports for teens and uh mm. We're, we're, they don't care. <laughs> we're glad to be supported by them. Uh, of all episodes, this one. Wow, uh, that's awkward. Yeah, a weird. Now I'm gonna have to backpedal, aren't I? Yeah. I, oh, they're such a great network. Their cameras always work, man. Let me tell you, they're so good. <laughs> and they never make the people that support them look like chumps because, you know, everything works perfectly the first time every time. Oh, uh, I can tell you're a little fresh frustrated. Is my, I'm a little triggered. Yeah, yeah. a little fr- fr- frustrated. I've been dealing with this all day, and you know, you, usually if you've been working on something all day, you expect to get some kind of result. Yeah, but I've not only been working on this for all day, but I've been working on it for like two months. Oh man! And these, yeah, I, I this is a comedy show, so let's make some funny stuff happen. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's kind of funny hearing you all worked up, honestly, because I've never heard you so choked up. I mean, you're just angry. And I, I literally just walked into my office. I've got my get finger on the beeper just in case you <laughs> say a bad word. I'm going to breathe as deep as I possibly can and uh, think about puppy dogs and kittens and ice cream cones. Okay. Mostly ice cream cones because kittens and puppy dogs really don't do nothing. No. But ice cream, I love it. Ice cream's great. Yeah. Kittens and puppy dogs just poop and pee everywhere. That's it's that's, right. That's I might get more triggered if I talk about them. So Well, we always start with an opening story. This one is brought to you by Jen Brenton. And it's called A Housekeeper's Tale. She says, I've been listening to the show ever since I heard you on the Babylon Bee podcast. Well, well. And it's been delightful. I have been working my way backwards. There's another backwards listener. And I had a memory (laughs) triggered today by the death episode you did back in January of 2019. Wow. I have worked in several different housekeeping jobs for about eight years before I found my current job. They varied widely between all of them. I had cleaned public places, offices, hotel rooms, inns, timeshares, and people's houses. One job in particular was with a company that sent out employees in teams of two or three to clean houses. 
One place in particular was an ancient house with a dirt cellar where a little old lady lived with her adult son and her golden retriever. The house easily dated back to the 1600s, so older than America. And you could tell. The kitchen was frightening. The whole house just had a dark and dirty feel about it, <laughs> uh, even after we cleaned it. But yet they had maids. That's that's pretty awesome. I mean, my house is cleaner than that on a bad day. <laughs> and I would still love to have a maid come and clean. I, I feel like they're still better <laughs> off than us. But anyway, the upstairs was always thick with cobwebs and scattered with newspapers. And it was not unusual to find clumps of fur dust or full-grown dust bunnies in really strange places it was cringeworthy for sure uh, how how often wow. did they clean it once a year i don't a know millennium i it, mean where how does this newspapers get scattered around up there that's know. weird i don't know we just cleaned this place yesterday what's the deal anyway one day i was vacuuming this little uh room at the bottom of an old narrow creepy set of stairs and in the blink of an eye i saw a mouse on the floor before I could take myself off autopilot, I had moved the vacuum toward the mouse and time slowed into a screeching halt as the furry creature was sucked into the vacuum with an unmistakable woof. That's awesome. I have no idea if it was dead or alive, but it was definitely deceased after this incident. See, that's not necessarily true. Things, no? yeah, w- when things go into a vacuum cleaner, they are deposited harmlessly in a bag. Um, the the rotors and fans and all that only come after the filtration part happens. Oh, and so if it was dead, it obviously you know remained dead in the bag. But if it was alive, it was scratching and clawing <laughs> for its little life. Is what I'm trying to say here. <laughs> so, Could have been alive. <laughs> I found my teammate and explained the situation in hushed tones because the little old lady was home and I didn't want her to hear us. After much suppressed giggling and gasping, we finished our cleaning without further incident. Then I had to call the office to ask for a replacement vacuum because every single carpet after that would have otherwise ended up smelling like dead mouse. Mm. I hope this makes it on the show. (laughs) There you go. Keep up the good work. Jen Brenton. Oh, thanks, Jen. She the the, the mouse must have been dead. You wouldn't have caught it with a vacuum. Yeah, that thing would have been running for sure. Speaking of which, let me just do this. All right. So, are 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 rabbits rodents, or are they something else? Are rabbits rodents or something else? Yeah. Are they considered rodents? I don't, I don't think they are. Well, I don't know what they you are. Want me to Google it? I don't know. If you want to, I'm just gonna just tell That's this a real really quick. good question. I had a guy come by to to fix my garage door, and um, we don't actually have a, a back gate fence, so he couldn't come in through the garage door because the garage door was broken, and so I had to call out to him over the fence to come around front. So I went around front and I opened the side uh, gate. I'm standing there waiting for him to pull his truck around. He seemed quite irritated. I'm like, it's not my fault. I didn't, you know, I bought the house, but I did not put in a gate. You know, it's not my fault. The only way to the backyard, out the backyard is to use the non-functioning garage door. It's just, (laughs) but anyway, I'm standing there. And I'm I'm waiting, and all of a sudden, this rabbit tears itself around the corner straight at me. And I oh. backed up, and I found out what I say when I'm really, really scared. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say? I say, I say oh, what, what was it? Is it, um, holy crap freak. <laughs> That's what I say. <laughs> you say, holy crap freak? Yeah. <laughs> holy Were crap. you really scared? <laughs> yeah, I say it very quietly. I say, holy crap, freak. <laughs> because it, it, came, it came right at me, and then it did a, a 180 and then darted off down the sidewalk. It's this city <laughs> rabbit, you know, uh, that, thought it was, rabbit. that thought it was going to go down my alleyway and then found out I was right there. I, I know 
he he I scared him much worse than he scared me, but I was pretty I was pretty scared. And again, I was reminded that my my boldness around critters is completely dependent on their fear <laughs> of me. Their fear of you. Because, you know, mice or rabbits or anything, if they turned around and faced me, I would run. (laughs) Absolutely terrified. Don't back them in a corner, eh? But that wasn't even my weekly update. That just happened today. It's just, I found out what I say. I say, holy crap, freak. Um, crap freak. When I'm when I'm really scared. Uh, when they're when a when a rabbit's face, which by the way is not a rodent. Okay, what is it? UCMPBerkeley.edu. Uh, here's here's what I've got. Incidentally, the rodentia does not include rabbits. Rabbits differ from rodents in having an extra pair of incisors and other skeletal features. Rabbits, hairs, and few other specimens make up the Lagomorpha. Shrews, moles, and hedgehogs are also not rodents. Mm. Sorry, that went a little too far, but yeah. So, uh, lag lagomorpha. Wow, I don't know. Okay, so lagomorphs. That's cool. Yeah, there we go. Lagomorph sounds like something <laughs> you hear on Harry Potter, huh? Yeah, yeah. A little lagomorph. I'll play the lagomorph class. I gotta. I got Shoot some homework. I gotta work with my lagomorphs. So, um, no, my my weekly update actually has to do with the poop bag. You know, when you take your dog for a walk, you know those little bags you have to carry around in your pocket. Yes. Yep. Yeah. That's why I don't have a dog. Yeah. Well, uh, my, my my wife has taken um, the the liberty of inviting me on the last several dog walks, and I, <laughs> I decided I don't like them anymore. But I I've been in charge of the poop bags, and uh, I was reading I was reading that there was print on the poop bag. And I was like, what is printed on a poop bag? What 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 really? kind of message are they trying to get across on a poop bag of all things? And and all over it in a pattern was nothing but this text with a circle around it. And it said, find a poop and pick it up, and all the day you'll have good luck. Are you serious? I am not kidding. This is That's the, what it says on the poop this, bag. This is the message from the poop bag to all of That's America, to all of us. If you find a poop and pick it up all the day, you'll have good luck. Mm-hmm. Well, I had no idea that good luck came from piles of poop. Yeah, so, I think that's a pile of poop. It's like, how do you win a million dollars? It must have been that pile of poop I picked up, that lucky pile of poop last week. It was awesome. So there's nothing further that you have. You just have to pick it up. So you could just leave it in the bag and throw it back on the ground. No, I I think the whole thing is you have to pick it up and throw it away. I think it's assumed. Mm. But oh, yeah, it just it just floors me that that they it's it's borderline um uh a uh, 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 Chinese uh, or uh, what is, what do you call it? fortune, <laughs> fortune cookie. cookie? Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> And I'm like, we're we're mixing up things here because I don't want to break up a fortune cookie and see a piece of poop, and I don't want to pick up a piece of poop and have a fortune <laughs> cookie fortune either. I don't want to open a fortune cookie, have a black a black plastic bag that says "find a poop and pick it up," and all the day you'll have good luck. Yeah, I just uh, that's a penny anyway. Everybody knows you pick up a penny. Everybody knows. Then you have good luck all day, but they they absconded with that. And they took it and they they messed it up. They couldn't even come up with something original. So anyway, I it's my fault. It's the brand I bought. I don't even know what brand it is. Hmm. But somebody it's just a posted a picture bag. of it in the chat. Are you and, and it's right there. It says it. Find, Find the pile, pick it up. All the day you'll have good luck. Yeah. Yeah. Sparky had a hand in that. So it's not just me. It's it's everywhere. Apparently it's it. Somebody had to have sat in a business meeting and thought, what can we print on our bags? We got to print something. <laughs> well, I got an idea. I heard this little jingle about pennies, you know, you, you mean a penny and a dime and a quarter and a penny? No, 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 not that one. That, that That's a good not one. That one. That was a good one. But no, we, we, we want to say that, that it's lucky. It makes you lucky to pick up poop. It's, there's a benefit involved beyond just, you know, de-defecating the earth. Uh, mm. you, you, if you pick up poop, 
um, you will have good luck. You can yeah. quote me on that. James Kennison, 2020. Right there. <laughs> you know, if it, hey, look, if, if our listeners start having good luck from picking up poop in those special bags, I'm going to go to the store and I'm going to go find a dog park and I'm going to do it. Yep. Because, so y'all let us know. Get you, really get, get you some doggy bags and some scratch offs and, and have yourself a good time. Because so. what I'm thinking is really going to happen is you probably are going to get some kind of weird dog butt fungus and your hands are going to smell weird. Yeah. But you'll be lucky. You'll be a lucky son <laughs> of a gun. <laughs> well, you're so lucky. You're the only person in the world's ever contracted this dog butt fungus on your fingernails. <laughs> Yikes. So anyway, I just thought you'd know that the poop bag people are, are promoting um, false claims. That the there's bag. no proof that picking up dog poop, it makes you lucky. It just makes you a decent person. That maybe they should just say that. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't they just say that? You're awesome for using this product. Thank you for being part of the solution. That is yeah. much more genuine than this bull crap about, hey, maybe something lucky will happen to you later. A little fortune tidbit while you're picking up your kid, your dog's still warm fecal matter, you know? Mm. So. That's gross. All right. So what do you got for us? You know, I, I've got something good for you, but first I want to go back to this good luck thing. Because you remember, <laughs> you, you mentioned the jingle, you know, see a penny, pick it up. Yeah. The rest of the day will have a Well, I... I saw a penny on the ground and that jingle went through my mind and I ignored the penny Uh oh, because I was like, that's nasty, dirty ground down there. And I don't want to, I don't have a sink nearby to wash my hands or that nasty penny off. So I left it there. Uh Oh, well, you, you know now what? you know how to fix it. You just go pick up like some my, dog poop. You, there we go. You know, maybe that's why I, sh you, that's why these cameras here aren't working. It's because I'm not picking up the poop. Yeah. Yeah, even it. if it's not yours, it, it does. It just if you just find a pile and pick it up, just find a pile. Yes, pick it up. step one, find a pile. Step two, pick it up. Step three, you get good luck. It's, good luck. It's the three step process. All right, listen, I'll try that. I'm gonna. I've got dogs that live next door. It's I'm actually, sure there's a pile. It's somewhere actually just in my two yard. steps if you think about it, and then a result. Find a oh, pile, okay. pick it up, and then boom, results are good luck all right i'll check back in with you next week on that we'll see if this, this I, thing I would really like happens. our listeners to write in if you pick up poop regularly like for a living maybe you have a job where that's what you do is you drive to people's houses and you pick the poop up out of their backyard i know that's a job and um maybe you have reports maybe you win lots of money and raffles and drawings and stuff good luck maybe yeah. you just you know you always catch green lights i don't know I would like to know. No, I'll, I'll, well, I look forward to hearing that too. And, and I'll check in next week if these cameras start working and that I've been working on for a long time. It's because I picked up crap. Yeah. But I had, here's my, here's my weekly update and it's super short um, because I had not a great week, but it wasn't bad. Um, so my youngest yesterday uh, has, has in, it moved into a new year of life. He's now 11. Oh, wow. And happy um, birthday, John, uh, James. Yeah, he would. Yes, he would love to hear that. In fact, you know, I, I should ask this on the show. He keeps asking me, when can I be on the show again, dad? I'm <laughs> like, I don't know. Someday, someday. Um, but anyways, he, he turned 11 and man, he just gets so excited about his birthday. And it's like, he's counting down days when October one rolled around. He's like, it's only six more days to my birthday. I'm so excited for him because, you know, I know that excitement. It's a good thing. Yeah. But um, last night we were kind of finishing up all the parties and stuff. And he just kind of looked at us. And he's like, well, I'm kind of sad. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, what? Wait, why are you sad? You know, I was like, did he get bad gifts or was the birthday dinner not good? You know, what? what's, what's your wrong, James? He's like, well, I'm not going to be 10 anymore ever again. Oh. <laughs> like, wow. Oh. Really, he's really taken that to heart. Uh, you know, most kids his age, at least when I was his age, I didn't even care about the number that I was leaving. I was more excited about the number I was gaining. Yeah, just shut but up, I, kid, and go read your Edgar Allan Poe. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a bad idea. Again, <laughs> Edgar Allan Poe. 
He's just miserable about life. That's just the darkest outlook on life I've ever heard of. <laughs> Here, read some Nicholas Sparks. That'll cheer you up. Was 10 that great? <laughs> Was 10 really all that, all that? To where, you know, the hope of 11 doesn't outshine the... the brightness that 10 was he, he, he i know he needs to have a, a positive outlook he seems forlorn uh, he, it, it was a little bit and i i don't i haven't talked to him yet today so i don't know how uh how 11 has treated him today but i was i i was recounting it's like well you know you were born like in the afternoon so technically you've been 11 for you know longer than it took us to sing that happy birthday song too so <laughs> But that didn't seem to uh, that didn't seem to quite ease the situation. Well, so hopefully today, you know, he's moved past it and forgotten all about the fact that he's not he's not ten anymore. Well, here's hoping that his eleventh year will make his tenth year feel like picking up dog poop all day. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Good luck, dude. So much I can luck. Convince him of it. <laughs> shining uh, through his life that he just he won't even look back at 10 he'll look back at 10 and shudder so. <laughs> he's like man 10 was lame i should have picked up more poop you know he picks up a lot of poop actually yeah once a week he he scoops it out of the cat box <laughs> well there you go <laughs> maybe i have to remind him of the great luck he has with i that. think it's only with dog poop though that oh you know yeah yeah dog poop bags yeah they it doesn't uh, extend to any other kind of fecal matter. I think mm. it's specifically dog poop. Okay, yeah, because he puts cat poop in Publix bags, so yeah, I guess that doesn't count. That, that may work against him, actually. I don't know. Mm. We'll have to we'll have to hear what the listeners say. You know, is picking up cat food as our cat food cat poop as uh, <laughs> as lucky as no, picking up dog unlucky. poop? I don't know. We'll just have to see what the listeners think. Yeah. Well, we uh we had some reviews this week. We had a couple. Uh-oh. Um good ones? Yeah. Yeah. One of them one of them was funny. It it said um <laughs> it was like it was out of time. Uh it just said they took a hit when Trevor left, but I understand why he left. <laughs> <laughs> it was a four-star review. I'm like, "When did you get here?" <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Trevor's been gone for a lot longer than he was ever here, you know, huh. and, and they, they just hold a candle for Trevor and that's, that's great. You know, we love Trevor. Yeah. He was a, he was a star of the show, but, uh, yeah, but, uh, it's been a while. I, I just felt like a, a, a review from back in the past jumped into the, to the, the front there. But anyway, somebody, <laughs> somebody just jumped in the middle of the show and, and that's what, <laughs> It's how they're judging us by how we behaved 10, 15 years ago. But anyway, uh, this one comes from Hannah Banana. She says, it's awesome. She says, so I'm 11 years old, so I'm obviously still a kid. And I just like stories and comedy. I searched for stories for kids. And the stuff that came up wasn't what I was looking for. I was looking for something (laughs) mature. Because everyone tells me how mature I am for my age. Oh, yeah. I searched up comedy podcasts and everything had explicit language that if my dad found out I was listening to, he would kill me. And I was about <laughs> to give up until I found this and it said it was clean, but I wasn't so sure, but this is the best because it turned out that it was exactly what I was looking for. Age appropriate and downright hilarious for anyone wondering about it's appropriate. If it's appropriate or not, it is. I just wouldn't recommend it for anyone under 10 because they say things like crap sometimes. <laughs> you said a lot that this episode. Yeah, we have. <laughs> 10 and up would be my rating. Just perfect for me. I love this podcast. Bravo. And also, thank you so much for using my story, Hannah oh. Banana. So there you go. All right, Hannah. Thank well, that you. was the best review ever. I liked it. I'm an 11-year-old. Maybe I should get my 11-year-old to write a review. There you go. <laughs> maybe maybe like it would start his year off right by reviewing yeah. the, one of his favorite podcasts that would be great his dad's show uh friends we want to take a minute and plug our sponsor this week the earth oddity podcast earth oddity is a show that was started in a tiny storage room in the back of a tiny church 
with a budget of nothing back in January of 2018 with the purpose of sharing odd news stories from around the world in a funny and interesting way. Since then, they have grown an audience through witty banter, better equipment, and a Patreon. But the mission has remained the same, to make you laugh. I could tell you more about how much people love Earth Oddity, but we've already said that. I could tell you much more about their 125-star reviews on Apple Podcasts, several of them from That Story Show fans, but you already know about that from last week. And I could tell you more about what a pleasure it is to listen to, but we've already established that. In fact, anyone who has heard about this show and is still not listening is obviously trying to punish themselves for some reason, and no amount of reason or logic is going to change that. For this reason, John and I are going to lock the Earth Oddity podcast in the Disney vault. I didn't know we had access, but we do, and we're going to do it. When will we let them back out? Who knows? Maybe never. But if you have, for, for some reason, if you have not subscribed to their show, this could be your last chance. So listen to the Earth Oddity podcast and subscribe now, not later, right now, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever great pods are cast. And the clock's mm. ticking. That guy that they comedically call Tiny, the man is heavy, y'all, but we got him in the vault and we're shutting the door soon. So... <laughs> Check out Earth Oddity Podcast. And we'd like to thank Earth Oddity Podcast for sponsoring another episode of That Story Show. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Uh, let's do yeah. some listener stories. Is there going to All right. This one comes to us from save a life 78 at yahoo.com. It's been a while Whoa. since we've gotten one, just an email, but that's uh, kind of scary. <laughs> yeah. It was sent like to me. Story. It was sent to oh. me on newsprint with uh cut out letters and stuff. <laughs> It's probably not even their real email address. If you want to see your daughter again, read. I hope this makes it on the show. (laughs) Anyway, this one's called Husbandly Duties. When our son was around eight or nine, Viagra began to be advertised on TV. Of course, Mm. just from watching the ads, it is difficult to know what the product really is. That one day he asked me, Mom, what is Viagra? And thinking fast, I tell him it's a pill to help men do their husbandly duties. He accepted that with no further questions. Feeling quite proud of myself for having dodged an embarrassing bullet, I went on about my day. Fast forward a couple of weeks, the trash can needed emptying as the garbage was piling up. I yelled for my husband to come take it out and chided him for not having done it sooner. At that point, our son looked at me and said, better get dad some Viagra. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's been, oh my goodness it's been a family joke ever since save a life oh, 78 at yahoo.com oh man <laughs> that's that's beautiful that's perfect beautiful. you thought say what the bullet but no it came back to to bite you oh well, yeah you... she thought she dodged the bullet and it came right back oh yeah yeah it does it does that's great Oh man, how many times did the kid say that? Oh. Dad goes to start the car and he forgot to change the oil. Dad, you need to get some Viagra. Yeah. You need a little help doing your husbandly duties. So if if you oh if you find yourself changing your oil for more than four hours, please see your doctor. <laughs> 
<laughs> Sorry, John. <laughs> I don't know that I've gotten my breath back yet. <laughs> oh, I didn't have COVID, but man, everything feels like I did. Oh, gosh. Oh, man. Well, I got a story for us. Let's see if I can make it through it. This comes to us from Evan in Indianapolis, Indiana, and this is called Hot Sick. It's so gross, too. I don't too. want to read it. It's so gross. Uh, okay. <laughs> it's so gross. Right, let me, I gotta get, oh, I, I don't have any water to drink, so I'm going to have to do this. I'm, I'm getting into my area here, okay? I'm turning. I'm, this is acting, pure acting right here, okay? Hello, James and John. When my daughter was around four months old, she and I were home alone together. Mm. We were playing a little game she enjoyed where I would lie on my back and hold her facing me. Mm. I would lift her up and she would laugh when I would pull her back down over and over. She loved it and so did I until I lifted her up the last time and she giggled and then abruptly spit up. <laughs> I gasped, and the spit-up went directly into my mouth. <laughs> I had to read that like that because it was in all caps. Yeah. All right. All right. I'm starting to get that little, you know, that tingle in the back of your mouth when you... Yeah. Okay. yeah. I gently set my baby down. Yeah, you, th- you hurled that thing across the room. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> they were home alone, so we don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but he said, I gently set my baby down got up and ran to the sink as quickly as possible to spit out. Because he's holding it in his mouth. He's holding it in his mouth. (laughs) No, listen, this is what you do immediately. You immediately, I don't care. You spit it back out. No. You don't don't need to hold it in your mouth. He did it though. He waited until he got to the sink. It says, he says, I got to the sink as quickly as possible to spit out the spit up. He waited. He held it in his mouth. (laughs) He, 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 well, that's not all he said, though. He said, tasting hot sick the uh, whole way. That's what I'm talking about. He he <laughs> had it in his mouth, John. He held it in his mouth. He that did is, not. It's not what you're supposed to do. You're you saying know, it correctly. You are supposed to spit it out. It is the rules. Yeah. But he didn't do that, John. He chose to hold it in and spit he, it in the sink. I... I he, it's it's well known that the male mind is not always it's almost like a Swiss cheese at times. Ugh. And 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 when people will say, What were you thinking? Those guys will say, I don't know, because they really don't know it. Actually it's the male adolescent mind. But I, I gotta say, Evan, what what happened? What were you thinking? What made you think you had to hold it in your mouth? Here, I'm here, sure let you me had see what on. this is kind of what he would say. Oh, hold on, I gotta go spit this out. <laughs> <laughs> I'll answer that in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> he said it was maybe the grossest thing I ever tasted. Ah! I hope you like the story. Ah. I I've seen, you know, like America's Funniest Home Videos and stuff where that that incident has happened. Yes, it happens. I don't see any man holding it in their mouth and and, and going to the sink. I see them turning their head and vomiting themselves. Evan Evan held it in his mouth. He was trying trying to use his man brain to solve a problem. This is going to make a bigger mess than it already has. It's only gone in my mouth. It doesn't have to go all over my clothes. Oh, yeah. so I'm holding my mouth. <laughs> I know. I mean, I, first thing I'm going to do is evacuate everything that's in my mouth. I would spit it at the baby. I'd be like, "Here, you got to get changed anyway. Eventually." Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, baby. I don't. Need, I'm not even going to imagine. I'm not. No. I'm because I will vomit Ugh. if I even pretend to think what 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 it tasted like. So I'm just going to turn that off. And, and pretend. Yeah. Babies made it through that puke so often and so freely. Like, it doesn't even bother them. These days, you no. know, as an adult, like how they talk. when you throw up, it's it's like a huge deal. But babies are just like, Bleh? and that's it. That's, you know, just from their stomach, out their mouths, and into their dad's mouth. So, mm. it's the American mm. way. Yeah. And dad carries it around in his mouth and, until and if he can Trump, get to his And if Trump got... Um, puked in his mouth he would get up and say it was no big deal it was no big deal at all don't be afraid of baby puke it was nothing don't let it change your life yeah it was the best thing in the world it was the best thing in the world 
I, you know, I'm, I'm not hero. doing his voice, obviously. I, I, uh, <laughs> I, I just, can't do it. <laughs> I just know how he talks. Yeah, and, and uh, he's he would be the master of baby puke if it happened. It was all my idea, actually. I planned it that way. Yeah, we got we got the best people in the world working on it. So, anyway, we got some middle school drama. Um, uh, um, Dang it! Uh, move out of the way, stupid. Um. All right, and this is middle school drama. I'm telling you, when we read a lot of it last week, and I forgot something. I forgot. I, I put it in there. Because I like to clear it out. But I forgot mm. that when we put a lot of middle school drama in the show, <laughs> it comes we, back. we get a lot of middle school drama. And so this week we had a ton of wow. little stories that made no sense. A whole lot of, I hope this makes it on the show. <laughs> whole lot of my brother did this to me and I fell down lulls. I mean, just tons and tons of stuff. But this Run one on was a coherent story. So, um... Hannah okay. from Amsterdam, Ohio, sends in playing with fire, but not in parentheses, but not, but not. Hi, my name is Hannah and I'm in middle school. There is this kid in my class and he gets in trouble a lot. I'm going to tell you about the baddest thing he ever did. One morning we were in home ec, etc. <laughs> but we were getting ready to cook. And then the bad boy Lane screamed at Miss Farrell that he wasn't was to cook he didn't want to cook he wanted to play a game but mr leisure said no <laughs> who's mr leisure i don't know he's an extra teacher so lane decided that he wanted to play with the fire extinguisher then he grabbed it mr farrell yelled no and the whole class yelled no and then lane said oh you want me to spray it in your mouths mr oh. farrell told lane to go to the office lane said no then, oh. the, then the principal, Mr. Leisure, had to come to our class. Mr. Leisure yelled at Lane. That's a bad name for a principal, by the way. <laughs> Mr. Leisure. I'll get around to it eventually. <laughs> what if his last name is Suit? <laughs> oh, it's Leisure. That's terrible. Leisure so, Suit. Yeah, I just, it just you send your problem students to Mr. Leisure, and, and he just <laughs> he sends them back, and I'll get to it eventually. <laughs> Just deal with it. Mr. Leisure yelled at Lane and said that he was going to get the superintendent. So oh. Lane was so bad that he was too bad for the principal. That's, oh, how, man. that's how bad Lane was. Lane yelled back at the principal as a, as a big pile of poop, but he didn't use poop. <gasps> Lane was in, and if you had picked up that poop, he would have had good luck. But yeah. Lane was in tr big trouble. <laughs> And spent the rest of the day in the office. Boy, I bet he learned a lesson there. Oh, yeah. When Lane came back the next day, my friend, uh, Alana, Autumn, and Olivia, and me looked mad at him. We, <laughs> we just looked mad at him. Mad eyes. We'll teach him a lesson, the three of us, the four of us. <laughs> we'll get him. Even now, we all still remember and stay clear of the fire extinguisher. Hope this gets on the show. <laughs> I love listening to you in my dad's car, Hannah from Amsterdam, Ohio. Oh, man. Thank you for the middle school drama, Hannah. Whew. Lane sounds like a real handful. Dear Lord, could you imagine being Lane's teacher? I would not. I would, no. I would not stand for it. I, I could handle being Lane's dad. I could fix him in a weekend. Yeah. <laughs> I could. I could fix him in one weekend, <laughs> but I I would go to jail. But I would fix him. <laughs> my my takeaway from that story was Lane got exactly what he wanted because he didn't want to do any cooking in home ec that day. Yeah, so he got to spend the day in, in the, the office. office. He got and rewarded. So he got rewarded. He got exactly what he wanted. That's right. If the if the uh, the benefits of bad behavior outweigh the consequences then bad behavior will happen and, and uh, that is the gospel of kennison that's right, right. that's the gok right there so Boom. it's true so uh just all watch out for lane since watch out for yeah lane is uh, apparently an, an lbb one of the many tools of the devil <laughs> so and you know what i think he's reacting to his name he probably doesn't like his name Lane. Yeah, that's, that's true. Like a place that's like a road or 
place to live. Yeah, it's a place that dogs would poop along. Yeah, right. Unlucky dogs go pick up Lane's poop and let's move on to the next story. <laughs> <laughs> I got a story. <laughs> Sorry. I'm go, sorry. Go pick up Lane's poop. John Steinclaver, 2020. Up, yeah. <laughs> go do it. You'll get lucky. You'll you'll be lucky. You'll be lucky. <laughs> I don't know what that means. All right. This comes to us from Mike. It's called the Dutch oven. The Dutch oven. I had some particularly rank and eggy farts one evening, uh-huh. and I decided I would share the love. You know, when, when you only <laughs> get a certain amount of uh, stories... You have to use what comes in the email, and yeah, yeah. I I don't you when I when I when I start a story and I read, I had some particularly rank and eggy farts one evening. I usually go to the next story, <laughs> but we didn't have that many stories submitted this week. <laughs> so well, I have a feeling this is going to be a PSA. I I feel like this is going to be a a moment where. Where men who are young in their marriage uh-huh. and maturity, this will be something that they can learn from. Okay, all right. So maybe maybe Mike is bringing some a cautionary tale. A cautionary, yes. I almost feel like we should have some some music or something. But here we go. Here, here it is. You're an idiot. <laughs> there you go. There's the music for it. This is the preface for the particularly rank and eggy farts that Mike had one evening. He decided he would share the love. I waited for a few of the gas bubbles to build up to their breaking pressure point. Let them all go. And then gently, gently. I would pull the covers over my sleeping wife's head. Ugh. You see, that's the mistake right there. Yeah. If your wife is asleep, just let her be. Yeah. You yeah. don't have to prove anything. It's, it's, it's. Anyways, so he gave her the Dutch oven of a lifetime. It took about three seconds for her to explode from the bread, the bed, retching and gagging. I thought it was very funny, but she failed to see the humor. Mike. You, you know Mike is in the first couple years of marriage here. Yes. Um, yeah. Because you don't do this stuff when you're 40. Because no. you, you have learned several things. One of which is my wife turns into the devil when, when she falls asleep. She's the sweetest thing in the world. <laughs> but the moment sleep hits her body, she transforms into a night creature. Yeah. She is the, that must the devil lady. And, and if I stir her or try to wake her, it is an evil, <laughs> evil thing that wakes up and asks me, what do you want? What? You know, and um, yeah. and so yeah, I I uh, I don't think this man has experienced that yet. He hasn't uh, made any mistakes, and this might have been one of them. This this is let this be, Mike. Let this be the tale that that most men at our age have learned, and that is most women don't think that a Dutch oven is fun. None of them. In fact, I, I think Dutch ovens are something that you should reserve for your children. Oh, I, yeah. I, I, I I'm even more. That. I'm even more uh, left wing than him on this one. I don't think they should exist at all. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I'm just putting my vote in that Dutch ovens should not even be a phrase that was ever coined because it should have never happened in the first place. <laughs> But I understand that other people have different beliefs than me, and I think that's okay. We need to come together, and we need to discuss them in a rational manner and not judge and hate on each other. Mm. You know, so I I accept you, and I accept your way of life, and I I believe that this is right for you, John, but it's it's not right for me. I've I've never done that. Like, as an adult, I've never done done that. I think maybe when I was a teenager, I might have done something like that. To a sibling or something. Yeah, to yeah, well, definitely to a sibling because I used to be a real jerk. Just ask my youngest sister, but um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I think when you become an adult or mature, uh, the Dutch oven is something that you should leave. Yeah, you know, in in the the annals of history. Well, what does the Bible say? When I was a child, I thought as a child, you know, <laughs> yeah, Dutch oven as a child. <laughs> yeah. 
but now I'm old and I've put those <laughs> things behind me. I put them away. Yeah, it becomes it becomes necessary to 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 just let a fart under the blanket be a fart under the blanket. You know. Look, yeah, and if it's an accident, you know, if it sneaks out, like it happens sometimes. Don't put the covers over anybody's head. No. It's just, yeah. Just Try not to disturb them. anything, actually. Let the, yeah. let it simmer underneath the covers. Here, here's my thing. Uh, every now and then, I'll let one go uh, at night, and, and I'll kind of wake myself up sometimes. <laughs> and I wear this, I wear a CPAP machine, and so, oh. so my air source is quite a ways from where I'm actually taking breath in. So. Yeah. So a lot of times I don't I don't get any whiff of anything because my yeah. air supply is way over. It's but scrubbed. I I know when it's bad though when my machine picks it up from the room <laughs> and pipes it right into my nose. I'm like, dad, gum. That must. That, I'm just getting you know it from seven feet back <laughs> from, from ground zero. It must be horrible. I must have woke up Jen or something. So I'm, I must be melting poly, you know, mm. polyurethane or something somewhere. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, a CPAP machine protects me from a lot of things. I mean, I could be under the covers with it, and it wouldn't, <laughs> it wouldn't come in. But every now and then, I, I, um, I have one that's just so great. Anyway, <laughs> just you know, well, that's, a, a that's... warning, a warning to the men uh, listening to the show: leave, yeah. your, leave your wives alone. They, are, you are lucky to have them. Yeah. yeah, let them sleep in peace. Yeah, don't do that. And thanks for the story, Mike. We yeah, do yeah. Seriously, that, though, yeah. I mean, if you're gonna do it, send it to us. But don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> or here, you better yet, if you're a, no, I, I'm not even gonna go there. I'm just gonna leave it. Okay. <laughs> no more. <laughs> uh, Trevor from Missouri, uh, he has uh, a story called Two Crushes Too Many." Uh -oh. uh, dear Justin James and Jubilant John. Wow. Uh -huh. Wow. Huzzah. Cool. I, feel like I, feel, I feel like I'm in a Renaissance fair. Exactly. Fan. exactly. Uh, 14 shows and a festival for the kids. And Anyway, I have a story that is from my college years but belongs in the middle school drama. This story uh -oh. was so embarrassing, I wanted time to pass before I shared it with the world. So here it goes. <laughs> okay. There was this girl that I found really attractive. We'll call her Emily. And okay. I enjoyed the chances I got to hang out with her. So one day I suggested, uh, could I take her to a school banquet? Which she replied, not if you ask me like that. You're supposed to get flowers or something and make a big deal about it. Not just ask if I'd go with you. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. All of a sudden, Emily would be off of my list of attractive yep. people. But anyway, he was yeah. just a little disappointed. So, meanwhile, though, a few days later, her roommate, let's call her Amy, came up to me and told me she liked me. Now, oh. I, I'd been hanging out, and had, we'd had some fun times together, and I was completely honest. And I liked Amy a little bit, too. So, I said without hesitation, Especially well, now. guess what? I like you, too. And, <laughs> and then the guilt hit me. You see, I had only been sort of honest because in reality, I liked Emily a little bit more than Amy. Oh, oh no. Because <laughs> you got problems, mister. Yeah. Well, you know, when somebody shows interest in you, you're like, hey, I kind of I kind of like you too. Yeah. Yeah. I, just, I, can, I can relate with that. <laughs> I didn't know you were even on my radar. Now, hey, I suddenly. I kind of just got rejected by Emily anyway. Yeah. Uh, but but he wants mm. he wants Emily the one that wants flowers and stuff. But anyway, mm -hmm. there are probably a million ways I could have handled the situation better. But instead, I did this. So this is the wrong thing. <laughs> this is obviously uh -oh. the wrong thing. <laughs> this is what he chose to do because this is what he did, and this is his <laughs> embarrassing story. So this is the wrong thing. I opted for complete honesty. There you go. <laughs> that's, uh. that's, the, that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> complete Let me honesty. just be completely transparent with you, Amy. Yeah, I I guess wasn't so bad. Except not only did I describe this in full detail to Amy, but also to Emily. So oh. both of them knew that I had a crush on Amy, but a slightly larger crush on Emily. Oh no! Yeah, that was bad decision making. I hope you went to a big college. Amy really told me baby. later. That it made it really awkward for the two roommates. <laughs> oh, no. 
<laughs> and I lost my chance with both of them. Well, of course uh, you did, dummy. <laughs> Hope someone out there uh, learns from my stupidity. Trevor from Missouri. Mm. P.S. James, thank you for consistently bringing your A-game, your talent, and personality to the show. And John, you bring some great comedy and fart flavor to the table. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but but I I bring my A game and talent yeah. and personality. But and I bring I, fart flavors. <laughs> what what does that say about me? I need to change my life. <laughs> Who am I? Oh, uh, it's okay, John. You know, I don't bring my A game. I just bring a bunch of farts to the table, and then I throw blankets over people's heads because uh, apparently that's what I do. You need to pick up more poop, John. That's that's the only so. difference between us. <laughs> you know, there is something to be said for that. You do you apparently, you know, it's working. You can change your world, you know. It's just one poop pile away. One poop pile. It sounds like a song that could be written about it. One it should poop be. pile away. It sounds like a country song. Yeah. So do you have a story Let's get for on us? That. Yeah. I do. <laughs> do you like do I like llamas? I, I'm yeah. I'm not a fan. No, like okay. like as in pop culture, you know how they're popular and llamas and all that. No, I don't well, like panda bears. I'm cool with um puppies, kitties, you know, uh, teddy bears, koalas. Did I say them already? Uh, I remember. But llamas, no, I don't find them adorable or adorbs, as they would say. I, you know, llamas and alpacas, they're kind of like the same animal. Okay. And to me, they just like, they look like, they look like giraffe sheep. Okay. Ah, yes. They're all woolly and they got these big, huge, freakishly long necks and they're not a horse and they're, they're not a sheep. They're, they're weird. I just think they're, I just think they're kind of weird. I have to and, say my opinion of them is completely dictated by the cartoon versions of them that I've seen. <laughs> Because okay. I've never known one in person. So to me, okay. they're, they're very stuck up and they will spit at you. That's the only thing I know. Yeah. Yeah. They're like a camels without they have monocles. woolly. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, I'm going to spit at you. Watch your face. So. Well, Jared from Louisiana, he, 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 he feels that llamas are jerks. And this is why. This one is set about eight years ago in a petting zoo. A little background. For many, for years, my sisters, of which I have three uh, have been obsessed with llamas. I have no clue why this is. I personally feel that they stink and they spit too much. There you go. And I think he's accurate. When a petting zoo opened up in our town and my sisters discovered that they had llamas, they begged my parents to take us there for a little family outing. Eventually, my parents agreed. When we got there, the zoo people gave us each a 16-ounce cup of feed to offer to the animals if we were so inclined. Hmm. Well, when we got to the llamas, my sisters all rushed to offer them food. The llamas would lean their freakishly long heads down any out of the cup, kind of like a dog eating food out of a bowl. Well, I decided I'd give it a try and see if llamas weren't the gross jerks I had always thought them to be. <laughs> <laughs> well, when I stuck my cup into the holding pen, the llama that came up to me grabbed the cup with its teeth and jerked it out of my hand. <laughs> what a jerk! Yeah, it then proceeded to throw its head back and try to dump all the food into its mouth. I just stood there in complete shock. My family thought it was great and joked about it for the rest of the time of the do. But needless to say, my opinion on llamas was reaffirmed that day and has not changed one iota since then. Thanks for reading and keep up the great work. Thanks for reading llamas is almost like I hope this makes it on the show. <laughs> so. There you go. We'll take it. <laughs> The llamas are jerks. Llamas are jerks, apparently. Yeah. And and they're freakishly weird, long. I bet you they're really sweet. They probably have great personalities. And, and I don't see, know. I would put up with it from a giraffe because giraffes, <laughs> they got long necks. They deserve to be prim and proper and look down on you. They've earned the right. But a llama? A you know, with their buck teeth chewing cut all day, staring at you like they owe you, yeah, you owe them something. Weird teeth yeah. and everything. I'm, I don't know. I don't. <laughs> and their weird hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess they make good sweaters, but come on, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
I, I don't think I would be friendly with them. I, I don't have good luck with animals in general. And people that love animals say it's because of me, that it's my fault and that the animals can mm. tell that I don't like them. And, <laughs> and that's why they're that way with me. But it's, it's, it started, I started just like every other human with an innocent, loving heart toward all creatures. And those creatures injured me or ate my clothes or stole my Coke or <laughs> ate my fries or, you know, different petting zoos encounters, different things that they did that, that, that turned me into the shriveled heart hating, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, you know, animal hating monster that I am now. Um, you know, so like today I added to the list, I didn't have a real strong opinion about rabbits. Now I don't like them. <laughs> what was the thing that you say about him now? Holy crap say, freak. Holy crap freak. <laughs> when I see a rabbit. Holy crap freak. <laughs> but it, they're not rodents. Say so. it very <laughs> quietly and I say it with my heart in my chest. Holy crap freak. Holy crap freak. <laughs> that belongs in the song too with uh, the uh with the, the poop and the <laughs> All right. So a few weeks ago you read a story and I and it was in the special um it was in the extra stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. With, uh, what was it, Meemaw? Meemaw was in there. And I yeah, made I fun of you. Meemaw. And I laughed at you because the the word Meemaw was in there and you had to say it. And so <laughs> I, am, I was feeling guilty about that. So I gave myself this story. Okay. <laughs> Great. Let me see if I can return the favor. The reason I made fun of John, let me just say so everybody can get it, is because they used a cutesy name for grandma, which was Meemaw. Was it Mamaw or Meemaw? Mamaw. I think it was Mamaw. Mamaw. And because they used it, John was forced to use it as well as he read the story. And I just got so tickled about that that it just <laughs> it made me die. And so now I have done the same thing to myself. This one is called Mama Puts on the Tunes. Mama. Mama. <laughs> Mama. So Mama. now I am forced to use their <laughs> cutesy name for their grandma. You got to the- use your South Georgia voice when you read this, too. Uh, hey, Mama. It's your faithful <laughs> listener, Steve. All of this is from my dad's memory. He told this story recently. One time when I was three years old, we were all at my Mama's house. <laughs> Mama, Mama, I was acting cranky, so my Mama decided to put me down for a nap. This is terrible. This is worse than I could imagine. Mama, Mama, you have to say it with more affection than that. Mama, because Mama, <laughs> Mama is a special lady. Mama, when when she returned to my father, saying, "I'll put some cartoons on for them to fall asleep to." This was in the year 2000 and there weren't any kids show uh, kids shows on at that time of day. So my dad goes in the room where my mama put me to <laughs> mama, mama. There you go. That sounds more endearing. Where, where my mama put me to see what I was watching. It, it turns out that she had turned on Comedy Central and South oh. Park was on. Oh no. No mama. <laughs> it's wrong. Uh, oh no <laughs> can, can you do a south park voice right now with mama yeah i can do carmen <laughs> let me tell you something oh, who's the other one was it mr hank i didn't i haven't really watched south park but uh say I've mama in cartman's voice mama come over <laughs> here mama i just want to tell you something mama that's probably terrible i just wanted to tell you guys this moment of my random life your friend <laughs> Steve Watsonberg, thank you so much for freeing Whoa. me. I am now free from the curse of having to say your grandma's <laughs> cutesy name. Mama. Mama. Oh. I like you, Mama, but our show's not for kids. <laughs> yeah, that's the wrong show. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, guys, that is it for us. We love your stories. Do you have a funny life story? Have you ever slurped a mouse up into your vacuum cleaner? Have you ever had your child insist that you take some Viagra to carry out your husbandly duties? Have you ever carried baby puke in your mouth to only spit it in the sink? Have you ever had a kid named Lane be an absolute LBB? 
Have you ever risked your marriage by putting your wife in a Dutch oven? Have you tried to be honest about your feelings with two different girls? See how that worked out for you? Have you ever found that you were quite right about your opinion on llamas? Have you had your mama put a... <laughs> Put an M-rated cartoon on for the children's. Whatever your story is, send your stories, email or audio to that story show at gmail.com. And if we used your story, we owe you a sticker. Email us your address. Thatstoryshow.com is the website. Review us in Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to us. And thanks to our patrons for your support. With special thanks to our producers, James Spangler, Jennifer Kennison, Eric Kube, Janu Streisbeck, and Carrie Wright. Join the club and get more from your favorite podcast today at patreon.com slash thatstoryshow. And remember, when something weird, annoying, embarrassing, painful, or puke-filled happens to you, don't get stressed, don't get depressed, and don't hold it in your mouth till you get to the sink. Just think, hey, this belongs on that story show. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks, John. Thanks, James. See you later, dude. Bye. I just tried to hold this in my mouth. <laughs> Try to get to the sink. Just spit it out. <laughs> yeah, it's like so- your feelings for the two girls. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.